Hi, Claire. Hi, long time no see. Long time no see. Yeah. Hi, Rand. Can't see Good him. Good morning. I guess. I'm working on it there. I'm kind of All working right. on it there. I like that picture. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Claire, good morning as well. Mm. Morning, Rans. Well, we're going to have an hour of silence this morning, eh? <laughs> That's a good thing. Glad you two showed up. Yeah. I had to go back and check my email. Am I here at the right time? You were the first one, huh? Yeah, really unusual. Were either yeah. of you, did you participate Tuesday night in the community call, either of you? No, that's not a good time for me. It, was that in place of the class? Mm -hmm. Oh, how about you? you, Rand? No, I wasn't there. I would have. No, I don't think I, I was there for that. Hi, Scott. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Good morning Scott. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Whatever oh. time it is for everyone. Yeah. Yes, afternoon. Where are you at, Scott? I, I'm in New York. Oh, well, good afternoon then. Good <laughs> afternoon. Thank you. Good to be with everyone. I guess we can judge by the amount of light for those with windows behind us here. <laughs> Not always. Where I am, it's morning, but it's really overcast, so it it could be very bright usually, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 6 p.m. where I am, but we've had a nice bright day, so. Sweet. Well, we just need someone from Australia. We'll complete the round the world here, you know. <laughs> Is there anybody in this group from Australia this year? Um, I don't think anybody that's been, like, showing up for the Zoom meetings. But yeah. I'm not sure in terms of the larger. Do you know, Claire? Does anybody know? Uh, I can't oh, think I of anybody. Maybe is, or maybe in year three. Um, uh, oh, Claire, you have a kitty too. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. As, as soon as I sit down for these calls, I have two, and they're always around me. That's quite sweet. Hmm. You have one? I had one. Yeah. Um, I had her for like 20 plus years. Come on, girl. I'll get in the picture here. Does anyone like to pray in? I'm feeling I'm not volunteering because I'm feeling a bit low energy. I've been ill this week and I think it's uh, I notice every time I okay. I get a cold or flu these days, things doing masterful living. It seems to be a time when I when it brings up a lot of emotions as well. Mm. Which is good. And I always feel like a lot of clearing and you know, I feel quite renewed afterwards, but I'm I'm feeling quite low energy so maybe mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So who? Yeah. Who wants to pray and then Claire doesn't want to. I'll pray. Okay. Just give me a moment to center, please. Sure. I put my hand on my heart and I breathe in and I breathe out. I invite everyone to put your hands on your heart and breathe in and slow down like a turtle, slow. And I breathe in God's breath. We breathe in God's breath. As God exhales love into us. And I exhale all my fear. As we all exhale our fear. And I invite the Holy Spirit to be with us. And I let go of any anxiety of not saying the prayer right or trying to impress people and I just breathe in and I breathe out and I invite us to unite our hearts together in prayer to work together around the world to support each other Amen Amen. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Scott. I love that phrase. When you said like a turtle, that just I I I just felt my whole body relax. <laughs> Well, I've been working with my uh, spiritual uh, counselor and also my um, I'm really um, slowing down because I tend to go automatic. And um, I talked to my dad about it, who loves turtles. And my dad has people have given him little um, uh, little toy um, trinket uh, turtle. and so he gave me one. He said, Scott, any time you get upset, touch the turtle, touch the turtle to help you um, relax. And I really need that, um, especially at my work where I get upset so easily at my students. And it's um, uh, it's been really uh, challenging. Yeah. Claire, are you reading um, Healing and Recovery? I am. How do I'm, you like it? I'm really enjoying it. I, it's funny because when I looked at the book, I when it arrived, I thought, oh, no, this looks big and heavy and difficult. And then I opened and read the first chapter, and it was I find it really easy to read. It's very accessible language. Yeah. And... I, what I've been doing is I've read chapter one and chapter two, and then I I chose the the chapters 
I'm not going through it from front to back. I'm choosing themes. Um, so I've done two other chapters, and I, I was looking at the, the worry, fear, and anxiety one today. Um, really interesting. It's made me think about things in a whole new way. Hi, Dina. What new way has it made you uh, think about things? I re well, I read the one about the the body. Um, I think it's about losing weight, and because I've had a lot of body things come up this year so far, which is really surprising to me because I thought I didn't have any issues around my body, and well, surprise, surprise, I do. <laughs> um, and it was just the, the idea that you know um, the body is a like is a great tool, but doesn't have power in itself you know they, he talks about in that chapter about the body being subject to the mind which is then sub, which is subject to your consciousness and it was really helpful for me to look at it like that because I think I've always had that belief that um, my body can, it does what it wants and it's in control and I, there's not much I can do about it and also you know the idea that you inherit genetic um, you know what you inherit from your family that's just a given and it's very difficult to to change or you're, you're kind of powerless to change so the idea that what he talks about in that chapter is really giving up the, that belief system and uh, just to I suppose I've just made me really aware of all of the judgments I have around my body and how often they're happening, and I wasn't aware of that before. So in a way, I'm, I'm in that phase at the moment where it's a bit overwhelming. But I, but I've had because I've been, you know, I've had that with other things. You know, just when you become aware of those judgments about yourself, it can seem like, oh, well, this is happening every every half a minute. But I'm just trying to get every time they come in to my awareness. I'm just trying to say. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, something like I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm not going to, I'm going to give up that judgment. I mean, the, the phrase he uses, I think, is I'm, I'm a divine, oh, what is it? I'm a divine being and I'm is not it, subject is it, I'm to an that infinite, anymore. I'm an infinite being. Well, I'm, an infinite being I'm not subject to that anymore. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, but I guess that's what I meant when I said it made me look at things in a new way. So I'd be interested to hear, is anyone else reading it? Yes. Mm -hmm. What are your, what's your feeling about it? Well, um, I, I started, as soon as she assigned the book, I, I, I downloaded it on my Kindle on my phone and, you know, read it right away. And um, I had been um, sick for almost two weeks and just reading like a chapter or two and understanding, you know, that what I'm thinking is my body is just expressing what I'm thinking um, and feeling. So I realized that, you know, I had a lot of anger um, at my church and so I did a lot of forgiveness and I also looked at like all the thoughts that I was behind everything and within a day I, I was completely better um, well maybe two days I mean but it was um, 
I, I think it's amazing. I, 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 I find it so inspirational. It just, I, and I love the part where he talks about um, people with multiple personalities and in one personality, they're sick and in one personality, you know, they're not. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's the power of the mind and also with the placebo effect, you know, it, it, people mm-hmm. are getting themselves better. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, to me, I, I find the book extremely inspirational. I, 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 I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And um, um, but, um, before I forget, the, what I need um, prayers on today or help with is um, um, I posted on my Facebook page. Uh, there's two things. I'm trying to get a new job, so I really need help with that. Prayers for that. And then... Um, there's been um, a lot of fights at my school. I had posted um, about one of the fights with my colleague being punched in the eye, but there were just five fights um, two days ago, and um, it's bringing up a lot of uh, bullying issues for me of when I was bullied as a kid. And um, during the week, it really didn't seem to affect me, but today I was just crying a lot. Um, because just being surrounded by all that violence, um, it's just been very, um, very hard for me. Um, and, um, you know, the little kid in me is just really scared. And um, there's not only fights during school days, but after school, you know, outside of school, um you know, a few blocks away and stuff like that. But it's just really, really hard um, for me. Um, and it's bringing up a lot of things from the past. And I um, I don't know what to do with it. Um, I, I know it's, you know, what people say, it's coming up for healing, but I, I, don't, I don't know how to heal it. So if people could help me with that, please. I'm reading the book too, and um, right now I'm on the chapter. Scott, this is directly related to what you just shared. There's a chapter, and I think it's called something like Catastrophic Events. Did you read that one? No, I did not. Okay. I think it might help you because it's um, catastrophic events. It's referring to kind of the bigger stuff that happens for us, things around Mm -hmm. loss and death and divorce and um, just the big things. And I think what you're describing falls in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't say I totally am grasping what's in that chapter yet. I mean, I still have some questions myself as I read it. Um, what I'm aware of for me, I mean, when I first read the title of that chapter, I didn't think it was going to apply to me, but I'm reading it cover you know I'm reading front to back so so I'm in that chapter now so that's what I'm reading and but I realized I do because it's things like loss of a loved one so I'm like well I've done I've gone through that but it's interesting for me as I'm in this chapter because um what I'm finding I'm, I'm also finding the book very helpful just things are just coming up in my awareness reading this book so as I read through it uh things are happening, things are coming up, um, physical things. And, and even this morning something came up and it was another, and, and it was like a pain in my body that, 
and, and I was like, this is really weird and what's this about? But it brought me to another one of those times in my life that I really think fit in that catastrophic event category that I basically um, distanced myself from quite a lot. But what he says there is if you think about the different times in your life where you hit into a phase like that, and then he says you'll recognize that this is kind of a process you went through. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not sure yet about the helpfulness of it, but I, I, I'm, I think I'm understanding that um, there's some of the technique that he's teaching about recognizing the beliefs and what we were taught or what we told ourselves that aren't true and to basically remind myself that I'm an infinite being and I'm not subject to that belief anymore and I cancel it um, and I choose instead a true loving thought. Um, so I'm trying to do that with some of these other things that are coming up too. But anyway, that, that chapter I think might apply because you're talking about trauma. I mean, and trauma is definitely in the catastrophic events category as he defines it. So that might help you to go back to that. Um, he's got a very different way of looking at it and thinking about it that I'm not, I'm not an expert on yet. I'm just learning. So <laughs> Yeah, I was going to add, um, well, it kind of matched some of the question I was going to ask, you know, uh, about the belief that your little boy has. Um, and it sounds like based on my own inner child work, you know, you, there were aspects of me, the story itself would seem to have questions for me and wanted answers. You know, eventually I figured out that, you know, they, they wanted me to pay attention and answer certain key questions. So um, would you think since your since your little boy is stirred up right now, I, I think, think is what I'm hearing you say. Can you do you know what the question is, the comment, the question? The belief. I'm always bullied. I'm not safe. Okay. I, and that's, yeah, that I would exactly expect that to be. I'm all, I'm always, that's such a huge universal statement too. I'm always bullied. I'm never safe. And so um, when I got in mind was, Am I, do I real? my little girl asked finally, do I really have value? And wanted me to answer that. <laughs> so um, I had to do a little searching, but, you know, it, it didn't take me too long to say, you know, yes, you have value. And I don't know, like in your case, you're talking about external traumatic circumstances. So um, it would be interesting to see what your answer to that is. Maybe you agree with that. Maybe you don't. Agree with which one? Your little, your little child's take, his universal statement. Um, no, no, I, um, um, no, the universal statement could, couldn't always be true, um, but, it, um, um, but it, it's sometimes true. Sometimes I am, I am bullied, and sometimes I, I don't feel safe. It's not always true. It sounds like you, but both of you hold some, some he, the child has a bigger, mm -hmm. um, more uh, trauma, traumatized belief, and the adult holds a little bit of it. Yeah. 
I mean, a few days ago, I mean, there were five fights in my school. I mean, it was crazy. And, you know, and, and then two days before that, my, my, my friend had been, my colleague was punched in the eye and like, it just, I, you know, I, I, I really didn't, um, it wasn't until this morning when I was meditating that I really felt it, you know, how much um, really had a chance to process, you know, what I was feeling. And I also went to the Dunkin' Donuts um, a few days ago and um, I made the mistake of making a comment and telling the guy in front of me that he could have held the door for me. And the whole time this guy had a stick and he, um, he kept turning around and like almost growling at me and like tisking me. And, and I, I was so scared. I, I almost left to call the police, but I mean that this was, this is also in my mind too. Um, of, and in my school, at least there's security guards, you know, where I'm somewhere else out in public, I didn't have that. And so um, it, it's just bringing up a lot of, um, things for me and so now I, I I have to be very careful and just read people before I say anything just uh, you know especially where I am in the Bronx I'm sorry I just got a phone call while I was talking um yeah so I have to read people more carefully but anyway that 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 actually what happened at the Dunkin Donuts with this guy who I think is you know, had a stick and was a little, to me, was a little crazy. Um, I have to be really brought up a lot for me. Um, and that, that's why as an adult, I say, well, sometimes I do feel bullied. Um, um, yeah. Oh, Scott, I just, I have really mixed feelings about your share. I want to acknowledge, first of all, like how I just love that we have this space where we can actually talk about our inner children and, mm-hmm. you know, all these things that are coming up for us because, um, I don't know, I have very few people out other in other places in my life that I would be comfortable doing that. So first of all, thank you so much for, much for being, you know, so honest and, and talking about that. And then secondly, I want to, you know, part of me just wants to give you a lot of sympathy and like give you a big hug and say, you know, you're safe, it's okay. And the other part is just, I'm so glad for you that this is coming up because it just seems like this is what happens, you know, we, we you have a bit, you have the willingness to confront this now and then the universe gives you these sometimes really extreme circumstances that bring it right up into your face. Mm-hmm. And give you that opportunity. But I don't know what to do with the opportunity. I know. And when you said that, that really resonated with me because I've had that, you know, I I, uh, recognize that feeling. I do not know what to do with this. And what I've done in those circumstances, I've sat in my bed and said, and just prayed and said, higher Holy Spirit self, I have no idea what to do with this. You know, thank you for this healing opportunity. I don't know how to do it, but I know that you do. So please just, you know, take it from me or show me what to do. Or, And, you know, I just you just want to affirm that for you, that you don't have to deal with this alone. You don't have to do the healing. Maybe if you can kind of hand that over and say, you know, I so I embrace this healing opportunity, but I don't have to do this myself. 
I don't know. I don't want to give you advice. So I'm sorry if I'm giving you advice, but that's what. No, no, I, I, I was asking. I didn't know how to do it. I just thought, oh, yeah, I know that because I, I don't know how to do any of it either. <laughs> so. No, no, thank you. That that I, I, I was asking for help. So, um, thank you so much. And yes, that that was what I was getting to pray, and then and when you were saying, ask my higher holy uh, spirit self and angels to. I don't know how to do this, but please take this from me and help me. And yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, I did some hope upon upon uh, too. I I did the 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 training, which goes a lot deeper than um than I had understood it before. I did the training, so I, I did that on that to try to release the um, trauma. Um, and, and and that helped a lot. There's a type of breathing I learned from that um, that helps me. Um, oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. And Scott, it, it does seem like there might be right at the point where ego is saying, or is getting ready, or is thinking, you know, this guy he could have held the door for me, would be a moment of a handing, you know, or just listening to spirit and saying, what should I do here? Should I? And then, you know, check in at that. That seems like a, it could be your strength point, your handing off point right there. Yes. In the, in the future, I'm going to be a lot more careful. I, I just blurted out something and I paid a heavy consequence because the guy was literally staring around and growling at me. And like, I mean, I was so scared. And the fact that he had this stick, um, I mean, it scared the hell out of me. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, you have it. Uh, it's kind of showing me a, a like a point of you know, Claire's talking about, you know, handing it off. Holy spirit. I don't know what to do with this or what should I do that right there seems to be your, I mean, you've got that. If you've got that and the awarenesses, you can hand it off. If you can get that, um, Jennifer talks about that gap, get in that gap there. And that might then, and, and that's where the universe has your back and can protect you and your little boy. Mm-hmm. Or so, you know, this is what we're this is what we're studying and learning. And you could perhaps um, this could be like a divine experiment to prove God in that way. To show, you know, to show you that you're protected. Can you explain what you said about the gap? Yeah, that goes back to um, did you take Finding Freedom? With Jennifer? Uh, I started it, but I, I didn't finish. I only did a little of it. Yeah, and I, I, you might even, I'm not sure where else, does anybody know where else her, her information on the gap um, is, getting in the gap? I know Finding Freedom. Has. She's mentioned it in Masterful Living, but I couldn't tell you what week or, you know, what class, but it's not unfamiliar. I didn't take Finding Freedom, but I I remember her referring to that too, yes. Yeah, and it's so, um, it, it's kind of when she talks about the pain train and different things, there's this moment either when you've gotten on the train and you just, you can decide to get off or the moment before you step on the train, that's going to lead you to, in your case, it's going to lead you to potentially being in danger, physical danger or bullying danger. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and you can, and the way that I remember her teaching it was, you know, you can, you can have gotten, you can get on the train, but you don't have to ride the whole way and you okay. can get off, you know, at any point you have a decision, you have a decision point to decide again and say, oops, I decided wrong about that one or, 
But the gap is that is that little tiny, I guess it's infinitesimal, but it still still exists between the recognition, I guess I'm assuming it's ego, you know, having a recognition of something it doesn't like or, you know, potential for anger, blaming, shaming, any of those things. And if, you know, and you, you, you saw it, you, you obviously see it. So um, the more in tune you are with it, I believe that that's, that's where you, the gap is right there is when the thought comes in your mind and then handing it over to the Holy Spirit for healing. So it's like the power of power of the pause. Yes. Yeah. I don't know much about power of the pause, but yeah, it sounds exactly the same. You got some good raw materials is what I'm hearing from your story. Yeah. And then to ask for your divine assistance now. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Scott, your uh, story reminded me of the uh, holy encounter that we have with these people and the scene of divinity with them, even in circumstances. And it's also such a beautiful opportunity, another opportunity to choose uh, trust and faith over fear each and every instant we have. And, and I'm not saying this to you, I'm saying this to me when I say this. Mm -hmm. I'm reminded of that. And so I wanna thank you for sharing the story and and it's very, very pertinent. We all deal with what you're dealing with in different levels, different circumstances, but we're all, you know, dealing with fears of different kinds, uh, some more scarier than others, of course, but I, I just want to thank you for bringing this up. You're welcome. Okay, I feel complete with this uh, subject. So if uh, someone wants to uh, work on what, what they need to. Uh, thank you everyone so much. Sure. Welcome Scott, thank you. Tracy, I was, I haven't been um, on the community call for quite a few weeks and I was just wondering how the situation was with your family. And apologies if you've already spoken about it, but. Thank you for praying for me. I'm so grateful for people's prayers. Um, um, and I continue to do the divine experiment prayer every day with my family. Um, I still, I still have the communication blocked with my sister. Um, 
but I'm I'm feeling um, a, a nudge to move towards thinking about um, opening that up um, with her, and I feel stronger in myself. Um, should she um, decide to let herself um, express anger at me like she has in the past, which in the past has been very um, disturbing and unsettling for me and um, kind of, yeah, and it's just not pleasant. And I, and I have felt like it's also not good for her because then she's just heaping guilt on her head. But um, anyway, I'm not sure I haven't, um, I, I need to take time to get clear guidance on that. And, um, and I'm also feeling a nudge to do um, another forgiveness kind of process in relationship with her. So, what what it, it mostly the shifting um, is going on in me, and and I'm very grateful for that. And that's I realize now exactly as it should be. Um, in, I'm 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 finding increased um, compassion in myself, and and largely through this group um, for my siblings and myself and our various versions of insanity that we have. And the, and the, even reading this book, the, the mistaken beliefs that we each have, um, that again, seem distinct. Um, I mean, it seems like, Oh, my sister's this way. My brother's this way. I'm this way. I mean, we've got our various, um, false ideas about ourselves that, um, that are bringing a lot of pain as we come together and, and misunderstanding and, and decisions to separate, right. And feel, feel like we're separated and think we're separated when we're really not. So, so I'm really grateful for that now because that used to be like more judgmental. Um, um, and, and now it's, now I have more of a sense of, Oh, I get it. Okay. My, my false ideas about myself um, take more the form of having problems with health issues and energy and how that impacts me financially. Okay. Well, it's all false. So um, I'm, it's coming up. I'm addressing it, but now I see, Oh, my sister, I felt like more judgmental about what, how her false ideas are like, that's somehow worse or bad, worser than mine. You know? And now I'm like, it's all the same. It, and now I get it. It's all the same. So, and she represents even a part of me that I'm disowning and same with my brother. So I'm, I'm grateful because I'm just more aware of the pain um, and the misunderstanding and the mistaken beliefs that we're all um, dealing with. And then also this book, again, that, that, chapter like a catastrophic events it talks about the just when things like death happen that it just brings up a flood of huge strong very mixed emotions and, and this is what i've said about my fam i've said it about my family now i just say it more about humanity i think but i've said we don't do grief well and when my mother died we were emotionally distant for five years um and so i had um shared that in an email with my siblings just to 
that, that I was aware of that. And my sister wrote me back a really angry email about that, but it's okay. It's, I'm reading this chapter. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, he says there's this whole mix. I mean, there's loss, there's grief, there's, but then those emotions are so strong. There's anger, there's resentment, there's guilt, there's blame, there's shame. There's, it's, it's like the whole wagon of everything below the 200 line just comes flooding up. It's all mixed together. It's very confusing. Um, and so I don't totally understand his, um, take on it yet but I'm working on it but it, as, as I read it I'm like yeah okay that's what's happening to me and it's happening to every other member of my family too and we're all then we're in relationship with each other and so the the blaming and the shaming and the judging well you do that to the other person you know yeah and so we're we're doing that with each other and um, it's just giving me like the bigger perspective to hold it um, and to know that there's a healing process going on and I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful for myself that I have a level of relationship with spirit and with God to, to, to give me a lot of love and security and, you know, awareness. And, um, and I'm praying a lot for them that they'll have some kind of an experience that's meaningful for them along those lines, but I have no idea what's going on. So anyway, um, but but it's um I am coming to the time of um thankfully I think gonna be able to finalize things in the next <sighs> I hesitate to say how many months because it keeps taking longer than I think, but hopefully not too long, too much longer. And so that's gonna necessitate communicating. And I am working with an attorney who's just kind of guiding me through the process and can act somewhat as an intermediary so that if it, if their expressions towards me become, um, you know, unkind that I'm just going to ask them to communicate to her and then she'll communicate to me. So that feels a lot better to me. You know, before I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to do it because I, it's hard for me when I get a lot of really angry, threatening, pressuring, uh, heavy-handed to think straight and do what I need to do. When there's just a lot of tedious documenting kind of stuff I have to do in my role, like document where all the, you know, all the money and all the stuff and make sure... Anyway, make sure there's just everything's accounted for. Um, I, I, it, that's like so not my strong point. It's not my cup of tea. That's <laughs> not my interest. But but it's my job right now. It's my family job right now. So so um, I'm in myself having to deal with just the resentment about that. Like I, you know, I just do not want to be spending hours and hours of my time doing this but I have to and so now I'm the other thing that's happening is I'm trying to look um, instead of focusing on this part that I don't want to do and resisting it you know he talks about that right the resisting it that makes it painful just accept it accept that it's not what I like to do but it's not going to last forever I, I can do it it's not like it's it's not hard. It's not like it's like I have, I don't have to do rocket science. I mean, I can do it. Um, and the pull towards what's next that, that, and I'm just getting a stronger and stronger pull for me to what's next, which is I want to move into more 
spiritual counseling teaching types of stuff. And so now I'm like, okay, let's just hurry up so I can get, get off with more of what I want to do. So, but this book and, and this whole class, it is, it's just bringing up so much for healing. I don't know if you can see, see my hand. Can you see how it's like a lot better, but it's still pretty, I don't know, Claire, if you saw that before. It's, my arms are totally better, but my hands are still, but it, anyway, it's, it's, well, they would call it eczema probably, but I didn't go to a doctor because anyway, the, um, I, I'm using what I'm learning in that book on this. And it's interesting because during the night, this has been extremely itchy, extremely itchy. So I have to get up in the middle of the night and just douse my arms with cold water and put lotion on just so I can go back to sleep and not, um, it takes a lot. I mean, basically, I, I, you know, I scratch myself until it's bloody. It's so itchy. I mean, just horrible itchiness. And so I'm starting to use this in the middle of the night. And I think this is great, too, because that's a time where I normally give myself an excuse. At the end of the day, I'll say, you know, I'm too tired. I can't keep doing my spiritual practice. And here I am in the middle of the night when I'm asleep. But I have to because why the itchiness is driving me crazy. I mean, the other alternative is just be awake all night with itchiness. And then when I scratch it, it makes the itchiness worse. Mm -hmm. And my sheets do have a lot of, you know, blood spots on them because of all this. But I was realizing yesterday and today, oh, my gosh, what is this forcing me to do? This is forcing me in the middle of the night when I would normally say I'm too tired to be able to focus my mind, to focus my mind. And I'm saying I am an infinite being. I am not subject to this itchiness. I cancel whatever beliefs I have been given that have brought this itchiness to me. This is a new issue for me, okay? And I think that's good, too, because it, it, um, it's not so chronic that somehow chronic still seems harder to let go of. I know that's not true, but anyway. And, and um, so I did it one night, and it stopped. The itchiness stopped pretty fast, and it was like, oh. Great. And I had to do it again last night and it took longer, but it, it, it just stopped. The itchiness just, I mean, I, I had gotten up and done the cold water thing, gone back to bed and it didn't work. I'm like, oh, great. I mean, that always works. What's, and I thought, wow, there it is. It's because I need to use my mind. I'm supposed to learn this. And, you know, I know it's, I know it's for me and I know it's not just for little s me. It's so great that we're all learning this because everybody has these kind of issues and it's really about remembering who we are. Yeah. So anyway, that's a, that's, um, thank you thank for you. asking. That's Tracy, thank you for all your discussion on the book. I've, I've got to read that catastrophic chapter now. Um, I got a lot out of chapter two. That's where I kind of got stuck in because it was so hopeful and, gave me a roadmap of how to proceed, but I'll, I'll go ahead and jump up to catastrophe, catastrophe living and read that next. I think it's so fascinating how the, the body can, can display these things kind of metaphorically, because what I, I just, it was a big connection. If you don't mind me talking about it, Tracy. 
the three things that you talked about were connected from me for Scott, Scott, can you mute yourself? I think you've got some background noise coming through. Yeah, and, and, and can can you put the picture of Claire on? I can't. She's there. You can't see her? No. I don't know what to do about that. I'll mute myself too, Claire. I'm listening, though. Claire, we can't hear you. hear me better now yeah yeah oh maybe i was covering up the microphone or something it was um discipline and taking responsibility and i heard you saying like there was there's this paperwork that you don't want to do and you have to kind of be disciplined and just get it done and then when you held up your hands i had this <laughs> this is a funny thing but i had this image of like a washerwoman plunging her hands into the you know, like an old-fashioned laundry, someone doing laundry, plunging her hands into this hot water and do, just getting getting it done. And it, because of the, the redness that, that brought up that image. And I it, I thought it was interesting that it was coming up with your hands and, art and forearms. Um, that these are the kind of like, okay, we have to get this job done and get through it. And you didn't want to, you had this resistance to it. And um, I don't know, I just made that connection in my mind because I've been, after reading that book again I think one of the points that it makes is that the body just displays whatever belief system you have whatever you're believing so um, and for me I made the connection last week reading the book about my weight and not fitting into my clothes which is an issue for me at the moment and I suddenly made the connection that I also feel that I don't fit in with people. And that was such a massive thing. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that's connected. You know, my my body is displaying this physically that I'm not fitting. And the belief, the underlying, I have this, also have this underlying belief, or maybe there's almost a desire not to fit in and to be special or those things. So just th thanks for listening. I'm just kind of processing it as I speak. So but I think it's so fascinating how, how the physical display can be kind of metaphor for what's going on inside as well. But that's, I'm, I'm so glad for you that you, you can get some relief from that by working with your thoughts and working with your mind. It looks, because it looks very, uncomfortable but um i'm glad that you've got, that you've got some yeah thank you and i've been inquiring about it too i've been really embracing like the the issue the issue on my arms right that you see because it is very visible and inquire so embracing the challenge asking to receive the lessons and then um, opening myself to what might the lessons be and what I have found is that there are multiple lessons and layers and I'm so glad you just shared that one with me because I'm that's a new one but it, it, it does ring true um, it does ring true for me um, but yeah it's so visible some of my other health issues are completely in, well, all of my other health issues are completely invisible to the world, you know. Um, and, and 
um, you know, what I realized, so, so one of the things for me about my arm, I just said that, you know, some of my health issues are invisible to the world, but I sometimes don't pay attention to my emotions, which are therefore in a way invisible. And so my arms and my hands, it's like, um, you know, pay attention here. So I think this is helpful because I can, it has because I've thought too of my hands as like what I would work with and 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 just had to come to terms with you know I, I do feel resentful about all this work and and so it just accept I mean own it right just like that's that's the feeling and 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 then um have compassion with myself about that and and, and remind myself I can do it and it's time limited and I can do it and I will do it and I want to get to the other side of it. So stop the resistance. The book talking about the resistance, that's in the course too so much, but I mean, it's, it's really presented there in a way that's clarifying for me how the resistance, like in this case, me resisting doing this work is prolonging the pain. It's prolonging the pain of the burden of what I have to do and my thoughts about it versus just, um, getting to a point of accepting it and and then asking for the strength of spirit to help me to get it done. And that's where I'd ask for prayer support, really, um, because I have beliefs. And, and it's just so many layers. So I have layers of belief, like what comes up is, oh, it's going to take so long. Oh, it's going to be so hard. Oh, it's going to be so boring. Oh, it's going to be so difficult with them maybe coming against me. And so, so I'm, I'm trying to notice all those beliefs as they come up. Oh, is that true? No, that doesn't have to be true. I am an infinite being. Cancel that belief. Instead, I choose to love myself. So I'm really uh, recognizing how this is a perfect opportunity for me to heal tons of beliefs. I mean, I just feel like lots and lots is coming up. You know, I strain my lower back. I'm like, wow, that hardly ever happens. It's coming up. It's more, it's more opportunity for healing. So that that's what I'm doing with this. And I, the book helps me a lot, too, because it does say sometimes when you're doing deep spiritual work, a lot of this stuff, then it does come up. And that's why. So you can heal it. So it helps me not feel guilty about it. It's more like, OK, I said I wanted healing and now I'm getting all these opportunities for healing. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate prayerful support that I can, you know, get past the resentment and just do this and, and um, correct all my negative beliefs that I'm making it harder for myself. And I'm basically torturing myself and scaring myself and then just move through it and, 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 and get this behind me and my family. Thank you so much, Claire, for asking. But like, I think what I'm learning is I know it's like what we're all learning. So I hope. I am I totally receiving from what you're sharing because your willingness is very inspiring. Mm. Your willingness to, to just accept and embrace this. Thank you. So I have a question. Of, are you done, Claire, before I jump in with a new question? Okay. Um, Tracy, I have a question for you. Maybe your situation, if I can figure out how to ask this question clearly, maybe you can help me with something that I've been wondering about. Um, so you're, you know, you mentioned, you know, um, that you have a lot of resistance toward doing this work. It was, it sounds like it was assigned to you as a legal duty. Do you have the spirit 
inform you at all? Like, do you ever get anything like don't do the work or, you know, is it how does how does your spiritual, your higher spirit? Um, if I'm asking this, I may not be I may not be making myself clear enough because it's more personal to things I'm going through. But do you ever get outside of just duty, you know, what you're bound to do in your resistance? Do you get any insight from spirit on whether you should or should not be doing it? Maybe it's an irrelevant question in your case, but I'm just curious. Yeah, right on the moment, it, I'm not um, aware of anything. Sometimes these things take me a while. You know, it could be like tomorrow and I'll, I'll be thinking about it. And I'll go, oh, kind of, yeah, sort of. But right now I'm not aware of anything like that. I mean, it, it feels, uh, I've considered, can I delegate parts of this or, or um, might I resign and pass this on to one of my siblings part of it? It's, it's, it's a thought. It's a possibility. Um, and um, kind of doesn't seem too workable because of parts of the past where um, they both made agreements to do things and then they have gone against them. And, and it is a responsibility that was given to me. So um, there's a lot of aspects of this where I felt like I've tried to explore options and um, and it seems like there, um, there aren't many, um, which makes me think maybe I'm, you know, just supposed to do it. <laughs> just, uh, but it's a good question. I'll think about it. Sounds like you're reflecting on something from your own life that you might want to share about, though. I, I am. And, and it's it's kind of just popped up yesterday. Um and I've started to think about it, been in discussions with my prayer partner about it, and then, and also had a, uh, a close friend just, you know, I, I'm a lot, I've seen other people say, you know, let me just, and even Jennifer, let me sit here a minute and check in with spirit. Now, you know, my activation session, I kind of, part of mine was to ask for sort of a, I don't know what you would call it, a constant streaming with spirit so that I was, you know, constantly sort of in the know or in the flow of it. And um, and I've been kind of using and, and I guess I've been doing this for about since January. I've been kind of using how my body feels as a way to, you know, and and, I, and, and kind of the spiritual quality. So I have kind of the left is the fear and the, you know, all those things that we don't want. And then on the other side is going to be things like beauty and peace and, um, con, you know, contentness and all those contentedness and all those things that are. So I've been kind of almost like letting things unfold and making rather quicker, a quicker, almost as if I am my I am spirit, not, you know, let me speak with my higher Holy Spirit. And I don't know. So I, I was kind of challenged on this yesterday as to whether I've made a mistake, not a mistake. Um, maybe, you know, obviously this is just my way of doing it. And so, you know, do and I'm. But is it is it is do I leave myself open to ego input 
you know, maybe spiritualized ego or something like that. So I'm going to, someone recommended to me that I do maybe muscle testing, which I know um, our, our author is, you know, into that on spirit guidance to verify. And I, for me, it's just been, you know, tuning into my body, my body feels, you know, when, if I, if I have made it, followed something I thought was spirit guided, and then I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Then I'll say, no, I was spirit guided. I'm going back over here. And this is how I felt when I made that decision. So, you know, I've just been challenged on whether, and this is what challenged me was um, two things challenged me. One was someone had said that they are more, that sometimes it's not always the good things. It'll be, they'll get a, a spirit guidance to go do something that they don't want to do. And I guess that's what led me to question you that way. Like what, you know, would a spirit guidance for you ever be something like, don't, don't do this, don't take on this agreement, you know, and then you might say no, uh, but you know, it's my responsibilities. And that's kind of what I felt like she was coming from. And I just don't experience spirit guidance in that way. So I don't know, you know, there probably isn't a cookie cutter way, but, but it just led me to be curious about your question. And the other thing was somebody pointed out to me that in my past uh, kind of pre-spiritual days that I would have this tendency to kind of try to hide from facing things by saying, well, I'm going to join the Peace Corps, you know, just running off somewhere. So that it has appeared to him, you know, me going to the retreats and doing the spiritual counseling and doing all this stuff, keeping myself really involved at a high, pretty high level. Um you know, he said, I wonder if you're not doing that. I'm running off to the Peace Corps thing instead of facing something. And it just made me stop and think, "Whoa, I need to, you know, I need to consider. So if anybody has any feedback, I'm open to anything. I, I don't I'm just taking information in. Um, I, I did kind of make an appointment with a friend to help me go through the muscle testing and see, you know, part of me says you're doing it right. Um and but part of me is open to confirming it. So if anybody has their own technique, inspiration, insight, experience. Uh, Dina, I don't. I mean, I, I only know what you've shared over the past two years, or one and a half years in the Facebook group and on this blog. But everything that I read from you or heard from you tells me that you're running towards the things that you need to do by doing this work. I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you clear. Do you have a, maybe you're up volume? Let's see. Can I'll I turn. Let me try. I got really high. Talk, go ahead and talk again. Connection. It's uh, a little light. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Come a bit closer. I don't, does that help? Yes, that, I think that does help. Okay. Yeah. I know I just wanted to say that obviously I, I don't, um, so just based on what I've heard and read from you for the past year and a half, you you seem to be running towards facing things that okay. you haven't done in the past. And that you Thank you. Yeah. That, that's just Yeah. Well that's helpful. I, writing forgiveness letters and having to yeah. you know, look at things that you haven't looked at before and so just based on comments for over the past year, um I don't know. I I don't get feeling that you're running away from anything. Thank you. I appreciate that. I agree. I agree with that. And I mean, this is a, 
I don't know what level you're related to that other person, but this is a level where we're really opening up to each other and focusing so we see this part of each other. And, you know, one thing I've recognized and am realizing in my life is how I've allowed and taken in other people's ideas about me and allowed that to influence me um, off course, really. And I have to own it. I mean, just like Jennifer said, nobody did that to me. I, I took it in. And I and, and I'm sure it's all in divine right order that it's all work, being worked out. But but um, that's that's something else that's coming up for me a lot right now. How I've allowed how I've taken other people's ideas about myself and maybe like judged myself and think they're right and I wasn't right about who I am and what I should be doing and how that's influenced decisions I've made and what I've done. And, um, and, and so I think that's part of why it, it's so, so important that all of us really do go to our own inner guidance. Like, you know, you were even asking that question for me. I mean, did I, we, we all have to develop that connection with our higher Holy spirit self where we know ourself and, um, Good to be open to input from the outside on the one hand and on the other hand, lots and lots of times that's going to steer us wrong. So, yeah, and I I know that um, and I do I have one evening a week open now, Saturday night, and the rest of the time I'm either doing the spiritual counseling or the, you know, studying or teaching yoga or, you know, something. And and, and then I do my regular full time job. Um and it doesn't, it feels very light. I, I mean, I love doing it. I love to, I do the, all of it, talking to prayer partners. Do we, I run a freedom circle. I do the mastery circle. There's a lot of stuff. And, um, and I was, you know, I don't feel exhausted by it. I feel refreshed by it. So I think on that level, you know, um, and, but there are some things like, um, probably spent more money than I should have, you know, or, you know, should have, I don't know, but I would, would I go back and, I mean, I love all the retreats I've been to. I've loved all the programs I've been in. And, you know, if that ends up being, you know, I, it does feel like I'm being guided and led, but, um, but I'm very quick on the, you know, I'm, I don't sit for like a week waiting for the answer. It, it'll be like, would I like, it's more like the question I'll ask myself is more like, would I like that? And then, you know, then I, I'll go with more of a positive body answer or, a, um, and when it's, when it stays in, in like, when, when it's surrounded by things like love, when it's outcomes, you know, are surrounded by love and beauty and being able to, um, and I, you know, and I have been so shut down emotionally for so long. And when I think about talking to you guys or the spiritual counseling calls or what have you, you know, my heart just fills with love and emotion and gratitude. And, oh, my gosh, how can you even put a price tag on that? <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, but I, but it's, it's good for me to open and challenge myself, you know. How can you put a price tag on it? And also, you know, we're not aware of the things that maybe didn't come to pass or won't come to pass because we're doing this work you know you maybe i i we don't know all the, the bells that might have come up or maybe you know something that might that might have happened physically to us or something like that you know so um yeah i mean i think you're wise to 
look at the results. Are, do you feel, are you feeling joyful? Are you feeling peaceful? And I mean, like you say, who can put a price tag on it? Yeah. And I did, I even, you know, um, I went out one day, I had a car, I don't know, it's been probably December, I think. And I went out and my 15 year old car had some issues, you know, and I, you know, and even before I found out how much it would take to fix it, I felt spirit guided that day to go to a certain place and look at cars. And I did. And, and I went through the five hour process and felt very guided to buy a car. So I did. And I have felt so much gratitude. I, you know, I haven't had a new car in all, and it's not, it's, it's several years old, but I felt like I got such a good, it isn't the car of my dreams. It isn't the car I went to get. I didn't wake up saying, Oh, yes, I'd like to buy a car today. It was just, it really did feel spirit guided and got a good price for it, a good place. You know, I just, I'm just tickled to death. I love it. I'm so grateful. Every time I get in there, I'm so grateful. Was able to fix my older vehicle for about no, $900, you know, it wasn't horrible, but um, still it's older and gas guzzling and all. And I, I'm just tickled to death that, you know, the gas consumption is so much lower, so many things. But um, it does stress me a little financially. I've got to be more careful. And but I, you know, I do I, I will ask myself things like, you know, if I feel like this, I don't know if you can see this little sweatshirt here. I bought this at the retreat. <laughs> And I went, you know, and I just kept passing it in the gift shop and I was so drawn to it. And I kept touching it. And after three days of touching it, someone said, well, you seem really drawn to that shirt. And I said, yeah, I really am, you know. And then so I made the decision to buy it based on sort of that guidance. So I don't know, like I just I'm I guess part of me and it feels good and I love wearing it and I wouldn't have not bought it. And most of my purchases and things, but you know, I guess I'm in new territory. This just isn't how I've lived my life before. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I know that for myself, I did not treat myself a lot. I did not um, buy myself a lot of new things because I didn't feel like I deserved it. So I also have the experience that I'm, I'm spending more in myself now, um, but it's not extravagant. I mean, and and a lot of it is self love. It's like. You, you deserve nice things. That's okay. You know, you can you can afford that. And that's going to bring you so much happiness wearing it. And it's lovely. I love your... Yeah, and, and, I, and again, I didn't like say, well, I'm going to buy a sweatshirt today. I mean, it wasn't... I do need... I did need one. Yeah. But um, I was just very attracted and drawn to it in a way that was more around, surrounded around beauty, you know, and that kind of thing. So, and I, I can remember in years past, I would wake up and I'd have this like itch, this sort of like, I don't know, the only way I can describe it is it may have been like gluttony or something like that or greed or, and then I would just have to go, you know, and I would go, and, so, and this feels so different, you know, this mm -hmm. feels so, so different as the motivation for, um, and, and most days I don't, I really don't feel like I need anything. You know, I'm fine with what I've got. And but then there'll be those inspired. They feel like inspired. So it's it's new territory. It really is. I think it's just beautiful to Dina to hear you say how much you're involved in in these different spiritual um, activities and how you feel so light and you feel so much love coming in. 
and I mean, I think of this book in terms of like the vibrational levels, right? I mean, and how healing that is for us to not only cancel the mistaken beliefs, but the idea is to try to live in those heightened levels of energy and consciousness. And I mean, it sounds like you are experiencing that quite a lot when you're in the middle of doing the different groups that you're involved in through all of this. And I mean, that's good. That that's spirit. That's, that's love. That's not escaping. That's not what escaping feels like. Yeah. And, and um, so many days a week I have expanded uh, community, spiritual community because of, you know, what I've dedicated myself and allowed myself to step into, you know, I have, um, you know, to be able to have one day a week where you get to talk to Rieko is just, you know, absolutely beautiful, you know, and, um, and Jeannie another week and, it, you know, every two weeks and then all these students and they're just how beautiful and interesting it is, you know, and then anytime with spiritual counseling, it, there's always a sense of ego being pushed aside and experiencing d- the divine um, connection that's not me, you know, that's kind of flowing past me with the person. And it's, it's uh, especially with activation sessions. So yeah, well, thank you for helping me um, just, you know, feel a little more secure about it. Well, guys, it's getting on about 1030. You like praying out? Sure. Let me get my camera rigged up here a little better here first. (laughs) I can almost see myself. There we go. (sighs) I am so grateful and thankful for this hour of communion with the Holy Spirit. We are truly the one. All of us together here, we are all in the one. We're not separate when we get in these encounters. We actually are joining with Holy Spirit. And I really feel that energy. And I'm so grateful and thankful to feel that energy at all times. It carries me through my day when I feel that intensity, that that love, that compassion that rolls through me. We're thankful and grateful for this incredible technology that can reach around the world and bring together like-minded souls like ourselves. Give us the opportunity to learn life's lessons here. And the lessons that you all have experienced and the ones I have as well, we share with each other and our soul's growth continues that way. It's just amazing. So I'm just so thankful and grateful for that. Grateful that we have a wonderful teacher in Jennifer Hadley and the love that she brings to us all, helping us decipher that big blue book (laughs) that sat on my shelf for so many years before Jennifer came along. Mm, I really feel the love today. We share this love and this compassion with all souls, wherever they are, knowing indeed that they are also sharing with us 
consciously or unconsciously. And we let it be. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. That was a beautiful prayer. Thank you. Oh, they all just come from the Holy Spirit. I don't know where they come from. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Good luck, Scott. You'll be in my prayers. Scott, definitely. Hang in there. Praying for all of you, all of us. You too, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll be praying for everyone, too. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.